Hello and welcome back to Den Den Murphy, brought to you directly to your Den Den Mushy. See, I still have it. I still knew the line. <laughs> I'm actually impressed. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> it's Suki and Joe. We're back again. It's been a while. We have our training arc behind us. The time skip is done. We're finally here. <laughs> Indeed, it's been a while. Yeah, time flies too much. It's been a few months. I think the last we recorded was last year. I was sent to a Sky Island where I had to work. <laughs> you in Sky Island, the, the weather people, the weather wizards? Yeah. So it was not weather wizards. It was uh, customer service wizards. <laughs> so why did I land in Impel Down? That's just not fair. <laughs> <laughs> because you keep commenting on MCU things. <laughs> in, in, in my defense, I create my own personal hell. <laughs> Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, just stop. <laughs> it's just like a friend on the outside. Just stop. You can save yourself. Stop it. As uh, as everyone can hear, sadly Fez is still on his training arc. He didn't make it up. He didn't make it in time back. He's old. He got on the wrong ship. <laughs> he. This is the time skip version where he does get end uh, get stuck on the freaking ship, and they just get <laughs> out. There's an alternate universe in One Piece where Zoro's stuck on a different pirate crew. He's, a, he's like <laughs> pirate. He's just a fisherman now who just he's just stuck in the middle of Fishman Island. <laughs> Uh, it's it's good to be back. It's it, while we haven't had much news since the release of One Piece Odyssey, we did have a steady, you know, steady release of some magnificent chapters. And but the big thing is, is that this week was for some. Uh, we had Luffy's birthday, and yes. to celebrate Luffy's birthday, we all expected a message from Oda or something. About hey, I hope you guys are enjoying the final se- uh, final uh, saga, and then suddenly it's like, oh, here's an entire message about the live action adaptation, and it is chock full of I think heartfelt messaging about him trying to make this uh, damning's fear mongering in him saying his life expectancy just fearing us, just giving us all the scare. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, we're not not terrified enough as it is whenever we hear, like, Oda's in and out of the hospital. I'm like, dude, just, like, take an actual vacation, please. (laughs) We'll we'll wait. We'll wait, man. We'll just just take a vacation rest. I feel like he's at this point where if he ever rests, he'll just not be able to get back into the groove. And he's like, I'll just work through it all. He has a separate house just so he won't (laughs) spend enough time with his family and get trapped away from one piece it's like okay i get it you love one piece i understand but seriously live and i want to live in any other like story this would be a horror story of a very neglectful father (laughs) in oda it's like oh he is very dedicated (laughs) like the family's fully behind him it's so weird you gotta respect i mean he did meet his wasn't his wife a nami cosplayer she was but still like you'd think there's a line somewhere it's like this touch some grass oda <laughs> we want you healthy, healthy grass not in your world <laughs> i understand you love this world it shows trust me but like live someone dug out an article from 2016 shortly before the live action like 
the first movement was on that with Matt Owens. Um, and it said like, oh, he, he back then he joked about two piece as a sequel, but then non ironically joked about, you know what? Actually one piece spinoffs. I, I could see like, it. I, I could see, I, I, I've said it before. I've said, I, I guarantee when he does his little breaks and vacations, he's still working on something one piece. Oh, definitely. I, I think he's definitely going to be still working on movies. He'll still be working. It's a live action picks off. He'll still be working on that. This, and, I, I tell, he, go, he goes on a bathroom break and he starts writing two piece while he's on his bathroom break. <laughs> the, like, I'm telling you, there's like there's already a script in place. He's got it. It's just two, one piece. The next generation. It's gonna be Luffy's daughter. Gonna be raised by a smoker. It's gonna be great. <laughs> oh yeah, that that storyline <laughs> is still peak peak Oda, as the internet says. <laughs> But I think I think we should jump into this massive message he's left here. And I think what is interesting is he starts off especially highlighting Tomorrow Studios and Netflix. I mean, this is a cooperation. And and anyone who's thinking, okay, it's only Netflix, they're they're the one at the steer. It's it's actually Tomorrow Studios has the rights to One Piece. They purchased the rights back in the day. And he what I find interesting, he highlights is that this is I'll just read it. They understand each of the characters. We obviously come from very different cultures. So when it comes to entertainment, we have different codes, skill sets, and aims. Sometimes it could be frustrating for both sides. It felt like we're all trying to get to the same place. So how come we're not on the same wavelength? There was even a time when I thought, is a foreign production even possible? And the thing is, about this statement, a lot of people said, well, was this like the early days of the production? I don't know. I mean, they've been working on this for... I think 2017 was the official announcement that they're making. I thought it was like 2016 because I remember hearing about it and I was like, why? Oh God, yeah, why? Yeah, 2016. <laughs> I, I think 2016 was the first time they announced that they're working on it. I think that's when Tomorrow Studios got the rights. 2017 was when the Netflix announcement came that they're the ones who are going to, you know, host it pretty much. Yeah, and then again, I was like, oh God, why? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the thing with Netflix is they just don't have the best. reputation when it comes to live action adaptations and they didn't do much at the time it was like their death note film which was kind of (laughs) awkward i'm i i am uh, i always get uh under fire for this Uh, death note i enjoyed as its own thing and i agree with you i actually gave it a watch again and i realized if you take away all the expectations of it being an adaptation it works as its own story of a really weird American kid trying to play God. <laughs> it's it's an Americanized Death Note. Yeah. It it works for America's version of Death Note because the Japanese version of Light translated to America would be boring as hell. No one would watch it because it it also doesn't work culturally speaking. I mean, yeah, Light is built it's an entirely different system. culture, and, and that's like the whole point that Oda's making, and especially even in a fantasy world. I mean we've all talked about this before Sanji's entire joke doesn't work in the West. The whole nosebleed uh, hitting on women. Not just dream. not it works in the West due to, I mean, it barely works in Japan anymore with the, how far we've come as yeah. society where it's like, eh, that's no longer okay. It, I think Sanji still gets away with it because it's been quite subdued, uh, especially after, after the time skip. But it, I feel like Thriller Bark was his worst. Oh, and I, people I 
I think Oda definitely toned it down after that, thankfully. Yeah, like the thing is, it felt like he he had it. He wanted a reason for the invisibility thing, especially to pay it off later. And he didn't figure out a better way to do it. But in, in like in in um, in Wano, he brought it back, or he is invisible in the, the the ladies' bathroom. So it's like I I feel like it's just that kind of humor is Oda's humor, and that's why it's still there. But most well, people yeah, because like, he's been asked in interviews, it's like, why do you draw women like that? And he's like, because I like boobs. Yeah, <laughs> which is such an honesty. You have to like respect. it's just it's like okay, I mean, yeah. All right. <laughs> if any creative in the in in, the, in Hollywood would just say that, if people like, wow, it was just objectifying. Oda's like, yeah, you know, I'm, screw it. <laughs> but he's not he, uh, he's not disrespectful about it though. No, that's no, no. the thing. He writes great female characters. Like that's something I think we we can never forget. Is that Nami, BV, even Yamato recently are some really powerful, well conceived characters. And, and it's not, you know, defined by the beauty standards that he sets or, or how they're drawn. It's, it's how they act and what they do. And I think that's why, like, Nami has become such an iconic character as well. Yeah, like, Nami, Robin, like, they're not just sexualized. They're strong characters. They are strong members of the crew. And, and it's, it, I think it defines it. And, and it's it's certainly, like, if... To be honest, if if you just look at Cowboy Bebop, I mean, we've talked about that show as well in the past. We both are kind I still of maintain the, it did good. I liked it. I think it should have gone on. I think if you take it similar with Death Note, if you take away the shadow of what was or is Bebop, it 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 works under its own rules. But I think he, it works under its own rules, but it also nailed the core of the characters, unlike yeah. Death Note. That that definitely it it visually and visually worked really well. I think it was probably one of the most unique ser- sci-fi series we had because it used that template from the animated series and really brought it over. Some of the lines were corny. The blackmail line, I think everyone makes fun of. Ed has was a bit I think, too much. I think I, Ed was a mistake. I think they definitely should have toned down Ed. I, I feel like that was them trying to bring the anime to yeah. life and not change a thing and it did not work i still like ironically i think ed should have just been a computer because you can get away with it a bit better if being loud if it's a computer or something like that instead of an actual person and they i think they did a great performance it was just even matt owens in that video with nux taco said it's, it's just it's not something they did it's just they tried to make this work but they didn't find the balance between what makes an anime an anime and live action live action and then you know they chose to do one piece of all things so (laughs) i i I swear to god if if i just if i was a showrunner on this show and i saw gear five drop i just (laughs) that's that's what i was thinking when i was reading it and i was like i wonder what the reaction is of the people who warned them like just said you you do realize this is gonna happen and and anyone is just like what oh god well because he's he's had this plan for a while i mean there were interviews way back and he's like i i hope i can draw it when it comes time because i'm really looking forward to this like it gear five has been in his mind Oh, it's it's been in every step of Luffy's evolution. It's, it's just and it's. <laughs> I think that's what I loved most about Gear Five is because is I've gone back and uh, 
reread um when i was trying to do my youtube videos you know reread a, a chapter yeah each time so i'd go back and reread and just like all these things make way more sense with gear five it's i i read a few earlier chapters especially with some of his more wackier stuff and it just all it all makes sense it all it fits comes so together. perfectly and i'm like it's been there the entire time <laughs> He's been building this up. <laughs> and reading the latest chapters, you can tell, like, the shackles are off because he's just having a blast drawing this. Like, I've commented before, like, I can literally see Oda's smile when I'm reading these. Yeah, definitely. And, and, like, at the end of the day, that's kind of what makes manga so special is that it is very typically a one or two person vision being brought to life. And Oda is probably one of the very few who could do a story at this volume, at this size, and just still find pleasure at pushing it to its boundaries. And the live action cast and crew are just reading and going, oh, how the hell are we going to make this work? <laughs> we'll get there when it's time. It's fine. We just, we, we've CGI got... will be amazing by then. <laughs> I, I swear to God, they looked at it and went, how many seasons do you think we'll need? At least 10 years, right? Oh, wait, this is Netflix. 20 years, I guess. <laughs> but, it, and it's it's so interesting because he, what I what I find interesting about Satan is right after saying, oh, there's a lot of troubles, he goes, this might seem like it's coming out of nowhere, but we've been hard at work this entire time. And now each and every entity involved is working in sync. We're yeah. finally here. I truly believe that this is probably where matt owens plays a big big role in that uh go looking back at his interview that he had with with atr uh, oda where he uh not with oda where he talked about his time meeting oda in the reverie and i think he's kind of referencing and even when him like his vision i think they had some hurdles in the beginning and i ironically the covid the coronavirus kind of gave them more time to find that silver lining as weird as it sounds <laughs> yeah no it it helped them a lot and it, it it makes me wonder if he's saying they're in sync now what does that mean for you know the release date as well because a big thing that he points out is and this is amazing i mean this is huge in in many ways is that they've netflix has committed enormous resources to the production it was announced that the show will launch in 2023, but they've promised they, they won't launch it until I'm satisfied. Yeah, uh, I think that immediately alleviated a lot of fears. I mean, we've, yeah. we've always we've known that Oda's been involved. Yeah. Like back when casting and everyone was trying to give a hard time. I was like, these were picked by Oda. <laughs> yeah, he, he handpicked who was going to play these characters. So, like, now we know for sure that, like, Oda is the, yeah, no, this ain't going out. I do know that there's a lot of, like, misunderstanding of how much he's involved. Because a lot of people just assumed, oh, he's involved, that means he, he got to see the scripts and that's it. Yeah. And I think that's kind of just our expectations with these kinds of adaptations. I mean, even the like the Cowboy Bebop uh, comment came out where they gave the creator of the franchise uh, a executive uh, story consultant kind of role. And he said, oh, they just sent me like to watch it. And I never did. 
I I watched the opening and that was it. <laughs> Where you just kind of realize, oh, you know, that that wasn't the role they actually had. And maybe most people said, okay, because he said that, and they're like, oh, he's an executive producer. It's it's kind of like Stanley in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where he kind of sort of didn't have any actual involvement with the project he was just because of his background was involved but oda's like no no i am the one who calls the final shots here (laughs) if oda could if it wasn't for the manga and the movies and everything else keeping his hands tied he would be there with the production oh yeah (laughs) he would be on set every day he would be on set working like you know he would He's even stated, he's like, due to COVID, I couldn't go down there like I wanted to. <laughs> but I'm gonna. <laughs> he's gonna, he's probably gonna tell them, you guys have to make a second season because I want to be on the set at least once. <laughs> I I would not be surprised if there's like a, a video monitor of Oda's face and he's just like watching them at all times. Like... <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. Like in his, his <laughs> while he's working on the manga, he has like th- a screens around him. Just watching every part of the production going like, you guys like, forgot this. <laughs> yeah, like, the, he, he would totally be there if he could. <laughs> it, it, and the, it's like, just, especially because you, you uh, we underestimate how big of a, how big it is for a creator of, a, of, of something like this to make a statement for the show. This isn't just, you know, the crew or, or Matt Owens and Stephen Maeda just writing, hey, we're happy, the production's going great. This is the guy who created One Piece, who's been supervising every part of it, every movie, every game, everything is going, these guys are doing it, we're in sync, we're going to get this out. Because it was his message that started the 2017 message that was like, One Piece is happening in live action, and now in 2023, we're getting the message, it's coming. Yeah, this was not your standard like creator just gives a a simple little message like yeah. this was. I've stated before, there's no one that loves the world of One Piece more than Oda. Yeah, and he'll like, he'll fight tooth and nail to protect it. This is his baby. He's not going to let anything happen that's going to tarnish his baby. Yeah. It's so funny because you see people saying, ah, misguided creator, not understanding what this means. Because there's a lot of people right now that are, like, very protective of the One Piece license as fans. Which is a little ridiculous because it's still, you know, it's, it's, it's Oda. He's the one who created it. If anyone should know what's good or bad for it, it's the guy who created it. <laughs> I mean, I... I stated I'm happy that they gave a, a video on how to pronounce Luffy, so now I can see people hate on the live action and actually pronounce Luffy's name correctly if they're going to call themselves <laughs> fans. Because there were like I, 12 videos I saw where they're like, yeah, and it involves M- Monkey D. Luffy, and I love Luffy. Luffy's such a great character. I'm like, you say Luffy again, and I'm going to find a way to hurt you. <laughs> it is. I, I saw someone post. On our, so so that was the, the other big reveal was the cast oh my god, we finally saw the cast together in a video. Ish. It, I mean, they weren't together together, but we had them at least in a video. We had Emily Rudd doing the Nami pose with the hands on the shoulders. Then they found we Zoro. The energy. So we, finally, <laughs> we finally found Makenyu. He finally shows up and he says the least. He just says Luffy and goes away again. <laughs> 
that is that to be honest he looks great he looks like a perfect zaro but the way he just did not say anything besides luffy twice is hilarious ah, it's very zaro it was just great <laughs> i oh man i i loved uh taz skyler i think he he looks great i can't wait to see what he looks like as sanji I showed, I've been hyping up my girlfriend about the show to get her into One Piece with this show because she's not a big animation person or a big anime person. And she's like, oh, Ty, I got, I, I who's that guy? And I was like, do you mean Taz Skyler? Oh, yeah. I'm excited for the show now. I'm like, great. <laughs> Just wait till he starts cooking. <laughs> Just wait till he starts cooking <laughs> with his blonde hair and everything. <laughs> I, I, I was very excited to see that video. That, 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 that video made me smile. Because you could just see everyone's enjoying themselves. And it, it gave us, it felt like the One Piece crew energy that we wanted to see. Every time I see it, you have you have Inaki Godoy having that Luffy energy. Every, everyone just feels right for these roles. I mean, uh, what was it for like, was it Luffy's birthday last year or something? And last he year. did like the meat cake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I still love his video where he he went sailing and he's like, "There's this thing and that thing. This is my tour." <laughs> like, that's very that's, that's very, very loopy. Ah, right <laughs> uh, you want to meet my friend? This is the guy. Okay. <laughs> I remember all the videos and they're like, "Oh no, he's setting off on his own. Where's Nami? We're not gonna get a season two because he's gonna get lost." <laughs> and then he actually got lost at one point, or at least filmed himself getting lost, which was hilarious. <laughs> It's if there was any time to believe that a live action anime, at live action adaptation could work, I feel like One Piece is that one potential exception that can make it work. Oddly, and it's it's crazy because without seeing the passion of the crew, without seeing um, the the cast, without seeing Oda's uh, passion for all of this, yeah. If I was to pick any of, like, let's just say the big three for live-action adaptation, even though the Bleach one was really good, too, I thought. I haven't seen it yet, I confess. But, like, One Piece would definitely be the last thing that would enter my mind for any kind of live-action adaptation because of the zaniness of One yeah. Piece. I I agree, and I'll be honest, I think this is the only time this will be attempted. As long as Oda's alive. As it should be. Yeah. I, I can't... I wouldn't even be surprised if he finds a way to make sure this doesn't happen. If this doesn't work, I don't think he'll say, okay, let's try it again. He's just going to be like, hey, we tried it, that's it. He's like, yeah, we, we tried it, and it is what it is. Um, I really hope they at least release it on DVD. Oh, God, I want... Netflix, please. Please I want, release I want, your I want shows. To own it. Yeah, I want to own it on physical. Same. I'm still waiting for the damn Marvel shows to release some physical. I, I, it's easy money. I don't know why it's, it's streaming services have. I get it. It's about, you know, IP intellectual property being stuck on your service. So people subscribe. But I mean, it's been like two years since WandaVision came out. Release a damn Blu-ray. <laughs> it's easy money. That's, uh, I you know selling selling a, a, a trying a finished script like warner brothers be like hey batgirl's done let's just shelve it and get tax write-off seems like less money than just like, selling it <laughs> they, they could have easily when multiverse of madness was coming out they could have been like oh and 
WandaVision releasing on DVD. Yeah. Perfect timing. Would have been perfect, but no. No, no, no. The st- yeah, the streaming wars have gotten to a little bit stupid. But I will need I will need a physical copy of the One Piece live action. Netflix, we have made our order. Because <laughs> even if it's bad, I'll still buy it. Because as a fan, I want to have it. It's oh man, it's it's crazy. The thing is, I don't think we're gonna see a delay, personally, because I think this message isn't here to say, "Oh, we're gonna delay this." This is a message just saying, "If I Get see ready. anything." Get ready. It's coming. And if I see anything I don't like, don't worry. We, I will make sure it happens. But I don't. if he says we're in sync, I don't think we're going to be at that point. I think this is also kind of a message to Netflix saying, hey, if you fuck up, I'm going to just say no. They know, so you know. <laughs> All I need is, is an announcement from Oda. We're already working on season two. Bam. Let's go. I, would, I think if anyone says season two is renewed, it has to be from Oda. 100%. And... I think the other big thing here is uh, okay. The one thing I have to gloat is we finally have the official confirmation. Yes, take your victory lap. It, it we first I first ran the story back in January 2022. <laughs> That's how long this story has been out there. <laughs> take your lap. Oh, I'm so happy reading um, this. I, uh, I, I the thing is, is I remember back in the day. I think Randy Troy was the one who called us a clickbait site, just making up stuff and not understanding how this works. Um, and and kind of you know, which is understandable because still Murphy's is is a small site. We're not known for things outside of Marvel, and I know the community had a big wave about, oh, what does this mean? I, I my fault was I didn't think the episode count mattered that much to people i just thought it was oh okay it's, it's two episodes less so the pacing is going to be a bit more tighter that was how i took it and people were just really scared <laughs> so it's like ah crap <laughs> well it was that and then people were like thinking that like you were doing some harm to the show or wanting it to fail or some crap and like oh i'm so angry it, it the thing is i can't take you know i can't take people getting mad at certain things i mean honestly nowadays the whole what I think Divinity Seeker was the one who posted the fake. Oh, the test screenings were terrible for this, even though it's like, okay, he, the guy's known for stealing scoops. And, and I can't blame for how this scoop stuff has developed, especially during the pandemic that just became less and less trustworthy. Yeah, I mean, apparently now you can just make up anything, get yeah. big views and uh, notoriety for it. I mean, we got this covered as still a thing. Giant freaking robot has done it for years. It's it's there are certain sites that just thrive off of it, and I think everyone who's tried it with One Piece slowly backs off because the community is just too powerful to kick their ass. Oh, <laughs> mess with the One Piece community. Mm-mm. But it was great, like seeing that <laughs> test screening thing. Like uh, Greg Alborn, I think is his name, who works with Shoisha. Um, then seeing Roger Space react as well, so it was like great seeing those kind of counter reactions. And and just back in the day, that was like the early days before even production started. Uh, or just as it started, pretty much, where people were like, okay, this is, you know, this is bullshit. Why would this come here? And it's just weird as time went on when you just started to hear more and more that it just, it, everyone expected the eight episodes at this point. So now it's less of a, oh, wow, that was real. It's more like, oh, yeah, yeah, we've seen evidence of it. I'm like, oh, why did I go? Why did we get all so mad? <laughs> I don't care. I want some apologies from my friend here. <laughs> I, 
you know, at the end of the day, I'm just glad it's out there. I think I I still think that eight episodes will work out really well with East Blue. <laughs> I mean, we get seeing the cast that we have. Um, yeah. I can't help but sit here and I'm like, how are they going to do this in eight episodes? I think the problem is, is that it's hard to translate chapters and anime episodes into live action. True. You know, because like the anime, I, I love the anime of One Piece, but sometimes the pacing is just really slow. So it has a it has a thousand episodes and it probably could be less if it needed to be. <laughs> I finally caught up. Yeah. <laughs> you caught up with all episodes now? I caught I caught up on the anime because I was I was uh, I dropped it near the beginning of dress mm-hmm. rosa and i was like okay i'm gonna start reading the manga screw this uh, <laughs> and i never went back and so yeah. i was like i i need to catch up before gear five is animated that's like i i just i wish i had the time i do too many things to really sit down to watch the anime i i always said that if if the live action doesn't quite pick off i would try to get watch it with my girlfriend together um she doesn't know about it so i hope she didn't hear me <laughs> but you know it's it's kind of the thing was like the episodes translating just makes it so difficult and i think i mean matt owens has hinted that they're trying to not have the first season be episodic like the original because the east blue was still you know it's still oda finding his way still trying like each island had a very you know centered storyline until the whole arlong thing came and I do feel like we're just going to have a bit more of a build-up to Arlong. I feel like this time Arlong's grasp is going to be a bit more. Yeah, which honestly, even looking back at East Blue, it's surprising that the guy, the fish man who pretty much could just destroy any town only has his hands in one island. <laughs> yeah, he's like, once I, did, once I control this island, I'm like, do control that island. Yeah. <laughs> especially because everyone knew who he was and everyone was scared of Jinbei's connection and stuff like that. So it's like, it kind of, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot of corruption in the East blue um, of the Marines and that, and we just feel Arlong's grasp across all islands. And that's that, just kind of, that's what I feel. I, I feel like the villains are actually going to be linked to Arlong. Like Arlong is going to be the big bad that it yeah. all links to. What? And I, I feel think... that makes sense. Also, this is an Oda who is well into One Piece now, who is yeah. well into his groove. So, you know, there's ideas that perhaps never made it to the manga. And he's like, oh, I can do this now. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, I think he's going to I feel like the villains, I think it's more of Arlong allowed them to do their thing. Because he just controls instead of just controlling you know, Orange, uh, the, the the one island, he control he pretty much reigns over the pirates in the East Blue, and pretty much we feel that throughout. And and I have a feeling like, for example, Black Cat could instead of be just trying to get into retirement, maybe he is is trying to flee from Arlong. Maybe as yeah, an I, idea. I feel like Arlong's going to be kind of like the uh, kind of like Crocodile. Yeah. Like his Which, shadow is going to be throughout all of season one. It, it, that's like the funny thing is that a lot of everything after the East Blue is w- way more structured for a seasonal story arc. <laughs> so it wouldn't be surprising if they take just inspirations from those story arcs into the first one and just be like, okay, we can streamline this, but stay part of the original story. 
I don't I the only thing is I find weird is we still have no casting for Don Krieg, Smoker, or Toshigi, which are big characters in the East Blue. So I don't know if they're trying to hide it. I don't know if you know they may have changed some things around. That's the only thing where I feel like that's the one other casting announcement they might drop. But otherwise it's 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 interesting that we still have characters that are kind of missing as of now. And not just like side care. Like we've gotten casting for like no offense, unimportant characters. Yeah. <laughs> those that show up once. <laughs> like those that show up like in the background. And I didn't even know they had a name until the casting was announced. I was like, oh yeah, that was a thing. Huh. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. But like, like some major players are still missing, which is why I think there might still be at least one casting announcement on the horizon, um, which is surprising. But you know, sometimes they just want to use it because the one thing I really have to say: Has Roger been announced yet? No, he's still a secret. That's because it's Pedro Pascal. <laughs> I. Oh. I changed my mind as I would love it as as much I would love it I've kind of grown on the idea that it could even be Tony Dalton just because he has that smugness I think would be really nice for it that'd just be funny (laughs) I don't know until until it's announced uh, Pedro is my fan casting I always thought your fan casting was Johnny Depp. I, I gave up on Deb. I, go, I oh, went okay. to Pedro. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Pedro, I mean, Pedro would be me, perfect. Yeah. It, it'd just be like, just Pedro, he gets his one character arc of being I think I, I, I saw like a fan edit and it just, it looked so much like, I was like, oh my God, it's like perfect. <laughs> you have to send me, I have to see that edit. I, I have to see that. I forgot where it is. I think it was on the Twitter. <laughs> um, one thing, I mean, we, we could talk a lot about, you know, his you know oh my health i don't know how long my lifespan is kind of thing who knows what it is it could be a translation thing but it's it's definitely just him saying this is the time for him to be involved as he still has the energy to do it um but the the big thing i think many have overlooked is that the drawings of the straw hats on this letter are not the versions from the manga uh, I don't think it's overlooked. I've already seen several uh, people start hating. Oh my god, Sanji doesn't have his eyebrow. It's the end of the world. <laughs> I, I mean, it didn't have... I think the big... The only reason people noticed it was because Emily Rudd went and said, oh, he gave Nami blue eyes. Which is, it's... I mean, imagine if uh, your own hero draws the character you're playing similar to yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. In, um, but yeah, I've already seen videos of San, Sanji's uh, Sanji no eyebrow, the Usopp nose, which I mean, I kind of figured they wouldn't do that. But so I think the eyebrow thing, I think it might be there, just not as pronounced. It's it's Luffy's shoes all over again. I, I think Luffy has a shirt on, too, by the way, an orange. <laughs> the shoe thing. was How could they? The shoe thing. People ask, I, I, I was reading an article where someone asked, but like other actors have their feet and like Namor was brought up. Um, Tenehueta, who played Namor, had shoes that looked like feet on. And that restricts you a lot in what you can do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's it just makes no sense. I, as much as I would have loved the scene 
him kick people's ass with the sandals. I think he'll have them on now and then. I just don't think he'll have them on for action sequences. What what kills me is people are all of a sudden like Luffy's sandals are like his treasure or something. Oh, he yeah, would that, that how dare they get rid of Luffy's sandals? It, they're just acting as if they turned his hat into like a top hat or something, and that's the worst thing here. <laughs> it's I I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's like how many times does Luffy change his outfit? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's people projecting because there's a lot of fears about the project um and and like like with with Usopp, let's be honest everyone was scared it'll look too goofy so why are we mad he doesn't have a round shaped nose because they're gonna be they're gonna be mad at anything yeah because it's not the anime or manga brought straight to the screen because that would not work it's always funny when people bring up that well they adapted it perfectly with the anime and it's like not really (laughs) didn't everyone complain about the aura stuff just you know a few years ago that it was too much and not one piece so you why are we suddenly saying the anime is a perfect adaptation (laughs) uh for me it wasn't just the aura i was watching with my brother and he's like these sound effects i'm like yeah this is straight dragon ball z like they they literally just went through the sound library and they're like what do we got (laughs) <laughs> hey can we can we get luffy screaming can we scream a little <laughs> but i mean it doesn't destroy the anime for me i'm no. still enjoying it yeah but it's it it just showcases that not everything works one-to-one and i think Usopp. i think we all expected the nose to go away i would love it if there's like a random running gag i said he just constantly gets stuff stuck on his nose that makes it look like the original you know, or or that it's someone I I read someone who said, imagine it just gets longer and longer with every lie. That would be kind of hilarious. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Uh, but like even in the manga, the nose changed shape a lot of times. It's just like Chopper changed shape <laughs> throughout the series. Like let's not let's not pretend as if Oda is the I master mean, of consistency. All the characters either. change shape as it goes on. Zoro keeps losing more and more neck. That is true. He does lose his neck. <laughs> like, but, from where they start and where they go, Zoro's neck, he's going to be competing with Jinbei if this keeps up. <laughs> That's how they are the true top three, is the no <laughs> neck parade. Luffy's just going to lose it too. <laughs> I I do think like with Sanji, I think there's a chance that his eyebrow, as the drawing, it's it's more of a straight line. I can imagine like he has a little tick like a nike i feel like there'll be something to it just yeah because i feel like zoro picking on sanji's eyebrow is too much of a thing to where there has to be something there at least it's probably just not going to be curly but it's going to be like it'll have a shape that he'll make fun of yeah and like i i didn't expect full-on curly like again you have to be able to properly be like okay well what's important to keep with these characters yeah Plus, like some said, well, the eyebrow is important to know when, like his his powers are active, his his cybernetics or whatever. And I said, that's 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 how no many one... seasons? Well, first of all, that. Second of all, how did anyone ever notice that the eyebrow flipped until like chapters later? And just imagine trying to pay attention to that in a live action setting without zooming in, obviously, and going zoink on his eyebrow. 
I think he'll I mean, probably I, get the people curl. only noticed because it was a break week. Come on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they had nothing better to do but skim the chapter again. <laughs> I I will say I could imagine like when we get if we ever knock on wood would get to that part is that just his eyebrow maybe grows it or something or it's like his family has it and he hates it it would be really hilarious like like, i i get wanting to be optimistic and everything and be like yeah well what happens when they get to that it's like for me get me past the east blue first please (laughs) i'd even wager if the show survives two seasons we can talk about anything beyond even if it gets a second season renewal and we need to survive season two. <laughs> even then, I don't think that we're going to get like 15 seasons. It's. I think it's this is going to be a more compressed story. I, I feel like this show will likely be closer to Oda's original shorter vision. Probably. Of the franchise. So I, I'd say if it could run, probably up to six seasons is, is which, my which guess. probably means a lot of people's favorites are not going to make the cut. Yeah, uh, and that's that's kind of I think the the thing is if it's hugely popular and if the show can keep viewer retention and everything, it could probably go on for years. But I just I don't know if they're prepared for it or not. I think if Matt Owens gets his way, he would. I think if the crew, they would do this for as long as they can do it. But the problem is also is Netflix model of releasing a new season every two years just would not be very compatible with this show because it needs to keep going. And that's generally their problem is why their shows lose a lot of momentum is that it just takes forever for a new season to come out. Stranger Things didn't even write its scripts before the final season of the last season released, which was stupid because now we're waiting at least a year and a half to two years minimum before they finish production and now we have still waiting on wednesday wednesday we you know now we have the wga writing strike so we don't even know if like we don't know if matt owens and steve Maida are involved with the show as of now they can't promote it directly that would go against the strike they can promote the message from oda but not the show directly as writers who knows how that's going to be, how long that's going to take. So even if they do get a season two renewal, the writing won't start for some time now. Though, you know, we, we've we shared that the, that the WGA has already added a second season as being in some form written. So there is a chance that they'll at least have an outline ready. Thank God so that, season one is written. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, if <laughs> this happened... Uh, <laughs> It would have taken even longer. <laughs> uh, but they, they luckily avoided it to some degree. And it's just kind of, I don't know. I, I hope that by the time the WGA, and I really hope these writers deserve, who deserve to make a living out of this. Cause yes, you know, they no, do definitely. So much work. And it's, it's, it's extremely important, you know, no matter where your allegiance is with any show or whatnot. I mean, even stranger things said that the production has been halted before the writer strike is done. And some are saying this might take months. So we don't know if like, is one piece going to drop by then is, is one piece going to have to wait it out as well. Thank God they didn't put a release date in, uh, but it's the WGA is important. 
once that is clarified, I think everyone can return back because we know that Matt Owens and his teams, they love the show. They want to make this come out right. And they're probably just in like the end stadium of effects and and recordings. We had the recent kind of reveal about the, the, the composer. So stuff is still happening, but it's, it's just way more complicated than it needs to be right now. Do you think that we'll get the uh, the overture and things like that, or do you think they're going to kind of make their own thing? I think we're going to get elements of the original. I don't think we're going to get as many things from the original as many hope. My only hope is that Bing Sake and To the Grand Line are at least used. Bing Sake is a must. I, I it's feel a definite must. Like, yeah. I mean, Oda's put an entire story around that, and many believe that Bing Sake is pretty much the story of One Piece in a song, so I can't imagine that Which, ever getting sidelined. I mean, yeah, and knowing Oda likely could be. It's ridiculous that way. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy. Every time he unveils something, I go back and read it. I'm like, you son of a... Either he's so into One Piece that he just keeps rereading it as he writes it that he just finds stuff to call back to, or, I mean, I love, I, I hope, this is my one dream, is that his entire collection of notes gets published one day. And it was all planned. I mean, he has, like, didn't, didn't in that interview where they visited his home, didn't we see, like, the 16 books that were just Wano? <laughs> notes of Wano? <laughs> like, I, I mean, I've said before, if, if it's foreshadowing, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and if it's going back and picking out these things, it's still absolutely ridiculous. Given how many chapters One Piece is, to yeah. go to be like, oh wait, I remember this one thing. I'm going to use that. <laughs> it's, it's insane, guys. Insane, and no then still have sleep. all of the creativity to keep creating brand new things and brand yeah. new worlds and technologies and. Just... <laughs> Now we're on Egghead, where he's like, you know what? I kind of want to go sci-fi, so let's go sci-fi. Let's <laughs> go sci-fi. Oh, you know what's happening with the other guys? Oh, let's keep them on top of this story, too. Kid, you like kid? Screw kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the poor kid, then. Oh, oh he's going to take on Shanks. Like, no, he's not. <laughs> I love how it took a second. It didn't even last long enough to be important. It's just oh, he didn't kid. get to see the crew. <laughs> it just got one shot it, and all because he would have hurt other people. I love the by the way that Shanks's entire uh, fleet is just weak pirates. They just it kind of destroys the well. I you would think it would destroy the stupid fan theory of Shanks is the ultimate evil. Yeah, who's been planning this entire time for Luffy. And it's like, every time Shanks is shown, he's doing this like noble thing. And it's like, Hmm. <laughs> oh, he's just doing it to protect himself. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, so much is going on with one piece. And I mean, we, we have another one piece day this year. It's if we get any news, the latest is July 21st, 22nd again. We got um, we got DLC for Odyssey. We got that confirmed. Though I'm a little disappointed in it personally. 
in Odyssey or the DLC? Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, I, I really enjoyed Odyssey. I think it was a great time. I don't think it was groundbreaking. Like, it, it yeah. definitely was not, like, some groundbreaking RPG. It was bare-bones RPG. But as a One Piece fan, there were many moments that had me smiling. There yep. were unexpected surprises where I was screaming and crying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I confess I teared up at certain moments as well. I just think the pacing of the game made it sometimes a bit more of a chore to get through than just having fun. Very much. I, I would have been okay if it was shorter. And I wouldn't have been mad about it. Because I definitely feel like I got my money's worth. Um, and, and But the thing is, it's just that some elements do feel like they didn't... They, they kind of had to cram some stuff in there to keep it going. And it just it's a shame that, that it feels that way. <clears throat> and the DLC is kind of like, oh, I thought we get new worlds and they could just keep adding new mem memorias and just like having us go through all these things and maybe learn and adapt. And then it's like, oh, it's it's pretty much the final DLC is go through it all again, just a little bit more screwed up. And oh, here's Enel. So you might have at least some boss fights. <laughs> yeah, because he's an actual threat. <laughs> Luffy, I, I, I really hope that Luffy's just completely immune to him. <laughs> I... I really want Enril Enro to come back just to get one shot at by Luffy. It would be just absolutely hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> it that it's it's just like One Piece Odyssey, I feel like if they stick to it, if they do a sequel, build on what worked, fix what didn't work, it could be an absolutely incredible JRPG but they need to stick to it. And that's kind of my fear is that what they don't do is like continue working on a type of game because they always just kind of jump to something else. I, I, uh, I, I need my pirate warriors five with gear five on the cover. It's too <laughs> perfect. I, I mean, to be fair, pirate warriors is definitely happening, but like they, we had the same thing with the, the open world game, which I felt have the same issues technically. And it just feels like it could have come together better. And then if they just worked on it, it would have been better. But then they don't. <laughs> One thing about Pirate Warriors that I find more interesting as we get more and more of... Um, we get to see Shanks fight. Yeah. Shanks was introduced as a playable character in Pirate Warriors 3 oh they were back in like dress rosa still yeah so and it was like why are they adding shanks like no one's ever seen shanks fight and now we've seen shanks fight and that's exactly how shanks fights so mm -hmm. did oda like tell them because hmm. i was thinking about like watching shanks fight i'm like these are all the moves from pyro what the hell was Oda involved in Pirate Warriors too? Does the man not have a life at all outside of One Piece? <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> it's, uh, he he breathes. He lives and breathes it all. That's touch grass outside of your world. <laughs> <laughs> I love Oda. I love him to death for what he's given me, but I, I also want Oda to live to yeah. a ripe old age and enjoy the fruits of all his labors 
and get to see One Piece as this worldwide phenomenon that it will become. We want him to sit in the premiere of the live action show and shed a tear like Shia LaBeouf did in his weird video watching his own movies. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Just give it to him. Just let him. <laughs> uh, I think, um, especially with, with everything's going on you know we we talked about how things are developing and stuff with live action when do you think because because this is the big twist of the year is that after two or three years getting geeked week perfectly announced for january uh, for for june we have nothing (laughs) and that was like my we're definitely getting a trailer in june (laughs) now it's gone do I don't know. This is Netflix. Like we've seen them be like, "Here's the announcement trailer." Okay, and the show launches in a week. But I don't think they'll do that because they actually seem to give a shit about One Piece. I I feel like at One Piece Day we're going to get something big. I definitely think that's gonna happen. So I, I definitely think One Piece Day we will have footage that there's that is like the latest we'll get a trailer in my opinion. But the only thing is if the sort of quasi leaked um, late August re- release is tr- sorry is true, it seems very late for a trailer. Yeah, because at least most of the shows that do well have a minimum of two months before uh between trailer release and the release date so it it would technically have to come in june if it's a late august release and i i still think that if any show should release in the summer one piece is the perfect kind of summer show well yeah when would you start a voyage in the summer before it gets cold <laughs> give give people you know something to talk about around the water cooler they still do that there's still water coolers is that still a thing it's surprisingly still a thing oh okay <laughs> at least it's still called water cooler talk too <laughs> yeah I, I, I didn't know if the times have changed that much or not but it's gonna be interesting watching um when the show does launch and watching all the people that aren't into anime or manga get into this like as much as they did like game of thrones where they won't shut up about it because now you're going to bring that up and you're going to have people like me who you can't mention one piece or i will go off <laughs> it's, you will it's not just shut like me you up you can hear it from a distance <laughs> you're not even near the water cooler you just come out from a corner did you so, say i heard luffy someone said luffy who here said Luffy? Oh, yeah, I watched this new show. <gasps> Let me tell you the glory. <laughs> you, just, you, get a, you suddenly have the voice down of this, like, fame, power. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing is, is that I still believe that we'll have one big A-list actor in the show to kind of be that draw for someone to check it out, which Pedro I think Pascal. everyone wants to be. Yeah, Pedro Pascal. As- Roger. And it would be hilarious if they could chop his head off in the beginning just to be like, haha. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think One Piece just has the potential. I mean, I think definitely what's going to be is One Piece is going to be carried by Japan and France from a viewership. 
those countries I mean, the president has a painting that Oda gave him in the office. So, yeah. He's going to do National One Piece viewing day. All of France is is shut down. One one Piece is close to being like some national holiday for France. It's ridiculous. (laughs) And I'm jealous. Could you imagine like even (laughs) those that are like revolting and everything? It's like, oh, today's One Piece day. One Piece day. Day of peace. Day of peace. Let us go and enjoy. <laughs> and they just sit at home all binging the same show. I think it's going to be carried. I think the Western release has a lot of potential to draw in audiences because the 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 four kids Funimation release, the anime just never picked up in the States because they fumbled the bag back in the day. And it's like they're the big chance to do that again in the States. And we're seeing that rise of, of interest especially with one piece film red which did amazingly we we saw one piece film red um you see again mainly thanks to the pandemic where these people were kind of like locked in their homes They're like well i'm gonna finally start one piece yeah influencers left and right oh, i'm gonna start one piece i have the time yeah like how many videos did we see of people like i'm starting one piece and now you see them like they're in the full one piece gear and they're like oh my god luffy did this and like yes join us (laughs) (laughs) i i think there's just so much this is the perfect time to bring it out it's just the right time to have this come out and i think that so far netflix has done a better job to promote this than some of their other shows because alone the Luffy video sharing the statement by Oda, it it just carries weight. It just adds a lot to the experience, and and they're pro- we know because well, yeah, we never got um like the creator of Cowboy Bebop. I always forget uh, the name, but we uh, never really got like much interactions or statements regarding Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Shinichiro Watanabe, yeah, the creator. Watanabe was just like yeah it's it's happening and that was like it yeah he had nothing to do with it he didn't want to have anything to do with it and like oda you can like feel that energy like it's happening oh my god (laughs) okay okay he probably drafted like five times the message he didn't know how to put it together Hmm. should i start with behold i don't know I there's just so much I, and it's, I, it's I feel like he can write with both hands so like on le, like maybe left hand he's writing the the message out and then the right he's still working on the next chapter the manga he's he's just constantly drawing something on the side that's how he wrote he he did all the character designs for the game for the monsters and was just doing the manga on the side I, they're already working on the next movie yeah uh one piece film black i guess i don't know <laughs> Let's get it color coded now. I don't. I mean, I think Film Red was the first time where like you heard Film Red and everyone uh, assumed they're like, "Oh, Shanks," and it yeah. actually was Shanks. Because I remember when Film Gold hit and everyone was like, "Oh, Gold Roger." Yeah, we're gonna get. Like, and then we got nothing with Gold <laughs> Roger. <laughs> I love how it's gold, and then he just throws in in the middle of it stampede to be like, "Ha! You thought there was a theme," and goes right. Ah, back there is no red. film stampede. It's stampede. I oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's just stampede. Well, to be <laughs> stampede was a celebration, though. That that was uh, True. the celebrating the anniversary. It was like what, the twenty fifth anniversary. No, twenty uh, the twentieth, I think, five years ago. Twentieth, yeah. Like it was, it was celebrating one of the anniversaries. 
And that's why, like, all the characters were crammed in there. Oh my god, that released 2019. Yeah, let's say I have it. Where is it? Time flies, man. Yeah, because I have all four of the movies on Blu-ray digital. Well, no, not digital. I have Blu-ray DVD. I was so mad. Because I was like, oh, I have them. I have the digital codes. And I pull them up, and they're all combo packs, Blu-ray, DVD. And I'm like, why? I can't watch these digitally. <laughs> like, why? No. Because the only Blu-ray player I have is my damn PlayStation, and that's been yelling at me lately. <laughs> <sighs> it's. I just really hope we get a trailer soon. That's, that's I do too, but I, I did finally get to see Film Red, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> True. How how was it finally seeing it? Uta did no wrong. I don't care what anyone says. She is adorable. <laughs> she is adorable, but should get some sleep. She did maybe, no maybe wrong. Maybe Uta was written inspired by o- Oda's own I, problem. I, I, I have a friend who's like, Uta was just Wanda. I was like, how dare you? Wanda did it for herself. Uta was trying to show love to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> she is different. She's different, damn it. <laughs> I, I liked her character. I like the fact that she's technically canon randomly. <laughs> I, I think my issue with the dub is um, the songs are still in Japanese. Uh, I did. I I only watched the Japanese version, so I I was gonna ask you. I only watched the dub because that's all that's available at the moment. They didn't even use the the amazing person who already made the version. She did amazing covers, and I was like, oh my god! And then so you have English speaking Uta who just all of a sudden breaks out into like the different voice in Japanese songs. And I'm like, it's <laughs> kind of <laughs> auto uh has owns all everything <laughs> it's just it, it just it feels kind of weird like i i really wish they would have let her sing the songs because she would have yeah. done amazing i i think they probably have a rights issue because the songs with with a, with uh auto singing them and the rights probably and they probably just would like okay let's just not do that but I mean, we still have the incredible renditions, the the covers. So it's we do. Her gone. covers are amazing. Amelie did such an amazing job with the covers, yeah, and her her voice for Uta was so good too. She's just adorable. It's, I I think generally the character was well done. I like the idea of just having something from Luffy's childhood in here, that isn't you know, a random new brother. <laughs> I love that. While it does feel random, Oda still makes it work. Yeah, it, same with Sabo. I mean, it's still kind of work because, like, ah, Sabo's dead. Why bring him up? <laughs> he barely even remembered Ace to bring him up. He's like, oh yeah, this is my brother. What? This is my grandpa. What? And I, I, I still love uh, the the little Uta's hair rising when she sees Luffy. It was just adorable that is, to me. That little animation was adorable. <laughs> Actually, this this brings up one thing I wanted to ask you. Do you think the live action series will reveal that Garp is Luffy's grandfather, or do you think they'll keep it a secret until if they eventually get to Amy's lobby? I mean, again, can we get past the East Blue? <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I meant more as in, will they reveal it in the East Blue? That that's what I'm. I mean, I'm does it really add anything? 
not to the story directly. That's a good question. Like, because it, it, I mean, it's it, technically, yes, it would connect them, but the story it doesn't from- really take away anything if if it is revealed. Like that secret wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't think they should meet or run into each other. I think they no, should they definitely. Not do that. Uh, but I feel like us knowing that it's Luffy's grandfather, I, I don't think it's such a big deal if we do. Yeah. I, I, I think it would be great if they hint at it, but are subtle about it. So like fans could go hee hee, but the people who have no clue is like, what's going on here? If anything, it would, it would be cool just to get more Garp and Sengoku moments of Sengoku just flipping out at Garp and like, damn your family Garp. <laughs> just like the latest <laughs> chapter. Where, where's Garp? I have a new rice cracker flavor. I wanted to try. Oh, you know, he just went ahead to the freaking Island and kicked their ass. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I my favorite joke right now is where Garp destroys pretty much half the island with one punch and goes, "Man, I'm not in my prime," and the crowd the crowd just goes, "Shut up! I you just, can't do more damage." I love that we're seeing the power reveals of like all these big time players, and I love the the people that are shocked for some reason over this, and then like <laughs> it's like, why? You've known this. We've been told straight out. Like, Goal Roger is, like, the peak. And Garp was, like, right there with Roger. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, only Oda could say these guys are super powerful and pay it off the way he did. I mean, we're, we're we're seeing everything come to a head now. We're seeing more of Shanks. And Oda, like, I forget what interview it was, but Oda said, you'll know that One Piece is getting ready to end because you'll start to see more of Shanks. Yeah. It was pretty much like the announcement. And everyone's like, oh, he's in Wano. That because to promote film red. I'm like, no. Yeah, came, Dude, came, it's came, not like came Shanks to Wano isn't. To... Yeah, he went to Wano. I love how we now know, which once again is proof, just wait until the reveal comes. Where he's like, oh, I thought, you know, Blackbeard was going to be there. So I headed out there. <laughs> That's the only reason he was there. He was like, okay, Blackbeard's going to screw up Wano. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, no. So they went out there. But nope, it was cool. Luffy took care of it. Yeah, he got it. He got it. I still love that he was just watching. Ah, Yamato's doing pretty good. <sighs> I There are actually people who argue with me about this because they were all just chilling. Like, they, there was no, like, oh, that's a danger. We're re-. Like, they were ready to step in, but there was no panic there. There was no, like, do we need to step in? Are we going to be in trouble? There's an admiral there. Like, they did not care. I, I strongly feel like Zoro, Luffy... And Sanji are just so far above at least that admiral right now. Yeah. We're like, they didn't care. They're like, oh, good. We didn't have to step in. That's good. I mean, that's kind of the thing that I feel like the outcome of the trio beyond Wano is, is that we see just how much like Luffy's learned and trained. I mean, hell, after all these years, Luffy went through another training arc to defeat Kaido. 
And of course he has a better chance of surviving whatever the hell's happening to him while kid just pretty much rot in prison and was like, nah, I can take them on and I have my awakening. Uh, so his that, arrogance that's got what I, that's what I point out all the one they're like, I can't believe kid was one shot. I'm like, did, what did, what changed with kid? He did nothing. I mean like, he we saw Luffy train. We know that hockey gets stronger as you use it, as you push it. Kid did nothing. No. He got carried by Law. Hell, Law is the the one person who's changed the most. There's Law a survived. reason why he pretty much had almost could have defeated Blackbeard. Dude, he was taking it to the crew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, just I like. I, I still I still don't forgive Oda for teasing me like that though. I was like, oh, I'll get Fem Law for this shit. All right. He's like, nope. Here, one panel done. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Finally, ah, oh, come on. I I do love the introduction of hockey being able to change or alter things that happens to your body. That's yeah, just like where he's just straight. Reveal. He said the the thing that Wano taught me is like hockey is the be all end all, and then just yeah. powers through it basically. It and I think we're gonna see. Like I think that's kind of also the teen, the hint is that Gear Five combined with hockey becomes extremely powerful he's using it but we're probably going to see that evolve as he uses it learns it learns to use it more well yeah now he just pops into it like that's his go-to form which kind of upset me a little bit but you know it's fine i i was surprised but at the same time as like do we have to go through the entire build-up again especially because we just <laughs> randomly have luchi with his awakened zoan thinking i can take you now <laughs> i love i love his pettiness i love he's like i refuse to acknowledge him as an emperor <laughs> <laughs> he's just such a little princess i i'll be honest luchi in in egg egghead island is, is hilarious and i'm kind of loving it and them having to work together and he's just like god damn it <laughs> not having to work together luffy perfectly playing him yeah. <laughs> which is like it's luffy luffy played him <laughs> where, where he's like well now that you know for sure that you can't take me that means you're not gonna touch my crew because you gotta give it me first <laughs> <laughs> and he's like why would we agree to that and lucy agrees he's like i will take you down first no matter what happens. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like he played perfectly to his arrogance nah i'm gonna get you and then Kaku's just like, ah, oh, just I don't care. Let's go with it. <laughs> I just love how petty Luigi is over it. It's great. <laughs> he actually has so much more personality now, and it's it's the typical One Piece thing where they're stoic badasses, and then later you find out they're odd little quirks. <laughs> it's it's uh it's so I'm I'm enjoying Egghead so much. It's a combination of that. It's like I said, you can see Oda's smile when he's drawing Gear Fifth now. Yeah. Uh the 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 panel where Luffy takes the, the takes his hair, turns it into glasses. I love that panel. That, that is, is like one of my all time favorite panels because it's just so great. And you can feel <laughs> Oda just going, yes, this. Like, yes. yeah, like, he's been uncaged. He's been waiting to do this. He's just happy. <laughs> and I, just that entire fight was just, like, Luffy just toying with Lucy. <laughs> and speaking of toying, uh, poor... Holy crap, Buggy gets his moment. 
Buggy finally gets his moment to dream while being hung up by his hair on the wall. I love that the reason he didn't go for it is because he he want he thought for sure Shanks was the such a big reveal. Such a massive thing of that. And that's the real thought. reason for his his hatred of Shanks at the moment. And generally why he just never chased the dream, why he just gave up on it. He was greedy, yeah, but he wasn't an asshole. He he was part of Gold Roger's crew for a reason. Yeah, their friendship is so great. <laughs> I love how Shakes just knows how to play him too, and he doesn't even take it personal. He knows he's just like, eh, whatever. I don't think it's like I I I feel like that there is an actual friendship while like Buggy has animosity towards Shanks. I don't think Shanks is aware of the animosity at all. I don't even think he sees it as animosity, just more of his childhood friend being a doofus. Like, Shanks is not aware how bad he's hurt Buggy by not going... Yeah, it's just just like, oh, hey man, how you doing? I hate you! Oh, I miss you too, buddy. But I, I do love how the fandom is reacting to first we saw kid get just like destroyed and then we saw law survive thank god but also get destroyed and they're acting well i can't believe oda would treat the rivals like that and it's like luffy is the main character yeah there's gonna be losses luffy's the emperor uh kid and law were not yeah, it's the thing is with Law personally. And, and he's going to join the Straw Hats. I'm going to be so happy. You know, I I honestly think he's just going to end up back with them. <laughs> I think he just became such a, a a big part of that crew that he's just not going to avoid it anymore. <laughs> I I I did love the three of them at the uh, Onigashima though. Like, oh, it was so good. <laughs> like i said i caught up to the anime finally and just i forgot about the the fireball moment for some reason Mm. and so i was watching with my brother and we just started laughing (laughs) i was like they're just so dorks together it's great (laughs) it's i that's kind of why i wanted so much to just come together and and that's kind of uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just I want that's the excitement about the whole thing of just how it comes together and just seeing like anything can happen at this point. And it and it pretty much feels like Wano was like the last big stage for the the worst generation. Though I feel like there's still some pe- some members that just kind of didn't get their time to shine. We finally got uh, Bonnie back in the story. The monk guy, I still feel like, hasn't been talked about enough. Uh, the monk guy is probably an actual contender because, I mean, he was able to escape Big Mom. Yeah. I always forget his name, too. Oh, let me check. I, I keep thinking Uroge, the monk. I I want to say you're correct. It is Uroge. I was... Yeah. Uh, damn. But I'm like impressed by myself. The, he's <laughs> definitely a contender. Yeah from everything that he's pulled and unlike the rest of the worst generation which we've seen become subservient to the 
emperors, um, we we didn't see that with him. He kind of just evaded it all. Bonnie is the same, and I think it would be great if he has his own goal. That might be some a storyline that's picked up. I think I love what they're doing with Bonnie. Oh yeah, she's on Egghead. I forgot she's going she's through. She's on uh, Egghead, yeah. Recruitment. I mean, There's so much going on in Egghead. <laughs> it's because it's not even just Egghead anymore. It's just everyone's story. Uh, it's now. like the whole world now. It's like all the emperors are on the move. Yeah, it, it, that, that's kind of why they took out Kid and Law. It's because this is they had a chance, but they aren't on that stage. They're that's not why, there yet, and that's why pretty much if they took the time or if they did something differently, they could have had the chance. But they aren't the emperors, and as much as Buggy is by coincidence, the draw he has the people is why he's an emperor, not because he personally is the most powerful out there. Okay. Okay, you know what? No, this, this this buggy slander needs to stop. <laughs> Sorry. All right, buggy is going to be king of the pirates. All right, and this is this was already brought to our attention. He took down Zoro. True. He see he did take down. He Zoro. stalemated Mihawk. <laughs> True. He worked with Shanks. I mean, was being manipulated, but still worked with Shanks. <laughs> I mean, like the, the people sleeping on Buggy's power. He took down the all-powerful Zoro. <laughs> I pissed so many people off when I posted that. Dude, it was great. <laughs> oh, that's it's it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're we're seeing we're seeing the world. Um, it's it's starting to. I want to say. It's not really getting bigger. It's actually starting to close in now. Yeah. The, everyone who's been on standby is getting active now. Yeah. And now we have the, the four emperors all going for the same goal now. Um, to those that seem to think like Luffy and his crew are going to take a defeat right now. You're kidding me because he's an emperor. He just became an emperor. They're not going to be like, look, and now he's defeated. No. We know there's a big event that happens at Egghead. Yeah. Thanks to the narrator guy. <laughs> the narrator who's suddenly a character now. Yeah, uh, who's been more of a character lately. Who's Yamato? Um... Don't get me started. Ah, oh, so <laughs> mad. Yeah, that's should have joined. I mean, though, let's be fair. If Law ends up back with the crew, It'd be would that make up for it? I feel like Law is not done yet, for sure. Oh, Law is definitely not done. I think Kid is probably... I feel like Kid is done. I I think Kid is done in general with his own goals because he just doesn't have any. I think Shanks is just going to kind of kick his ass into shape. <laughs> we both are missing an arm. Come along. Let's work together. <laughs> Yeah, no, kid, kid is done. Um, because like you said, like nothing's changed with kid. No. Even whereas the... Law, we got to see him. He's like, okay, I got to work on my hockey. Yeah. Plus, Bep, like I love the first mates' reactions. How different they are. Law, like kid was knocked out, and his first mate, who made fun of Sanji, by the way, in Wano for crying out for Robin. 
he was like, oh, you can have everything. Just don't kill us or don't hurt us. And then, you know, they get blasted out of oblivion. Yeah. And but Beppo is like, no, last stand. You, me, bra. <laughs> Frickin daylight Zulong form. Come I'm, on. I'm sad for Penguin, though. Yeah. They had a good run, though. And they, and they, they shut a lot of people up because they're like, hey, oh, Law's got to carry his whole crew. I was like. Oh man, they finally we finally know how they fight and they're doing so cool and like oh they're a submarine so like they're the only guys who can use water effectively because we've never seen that and then we get back to it and the entire crew and the submarine just blasted the bits. That picture like, that ah. picture hurts so badly. Oh man, it it hurt. Like seeing the submarine because that submarine meant something too because that was like a lifeline for for luffy a few times it was his lifeline on on um during the war um paramount war it was his lifeline as well as getting to his friends they helped out a lot and now it's like that's gone too i feel we're going to see law's going to get saved by shanks because we do know that shanks is going after blackbeard i don't know and we do know that shanks knows law true he does know law from the Paramount War. He saw him uh, save Luffy. So he knows that's a thing. I... I think... Um, to some degree... I, I'm more on the side of... This will probably land him back with the Straw Hats than, than Law. Uh, than Shanks. But it, it's hard to say. It's it's really hard to say. I I I feel like he's gonna run it into Shanks. I think I think Law with Shanks would probably happen more than uh, Law with Straw Hats. Yeah. Just because the way Law is, he's not gonna take orders from Luffy. He'll take orders from Shanks. He's not gonna take orders from Luffy. And if you're on Luffy's ship. And actually, on Luffy's ship, because you don't have your crew anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, well, he doesn't have a crew. He's pretty much, Beppo is his lifeline right now. I don't know. I can't imagine it. it it's it, Maybe there's a third party they end up with that we're not thinking of. They run into big. You're Mom right. Floating. They run into Gein. <laughs> Don Krieg has found his way onto the Grand Line from the other side. We were... Runs he into found... Gein. He's found the One Piece along the way. <laughs> or Gaimon. Gaimon. Gaimon has to be on the move at some point too. Gaimon, the most important character. Okay. Like that arc just seems so weird. It to be fair, Foxy too. <laughs> Foxy would make sense if it was to set up the uh, the Davy back rules. Yeah, which I can I can see, but like Gaimon just feels so out of nowhere. It's just like this pit stop. I mean, Gaimon. I felt like always the point of the treasures being empty was supposed to be a parallel to the One Piece. 
I I feel like there there's got to be Oda drops some kind of hint there, because it's even for the time where Oda's trying to feel everything out, everything he did had a purpose. Yeah. It's hard. It's it's. I think it, there's a purpose to it. I'm curious if they're gonna skip it. I don't know why. Just a part of me thinks they might skip it in the live action. But it'd be crazy if it is important. <laughs> if 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 they skip it, well, no, it wasn't important. True, because Oda is involved. Yeah. But if Gaimon is in there, there's a reason. It's like the one thing he wants to forget. I was just though. I I feel like I feel like live action having a guy just get stuck in a chest and then grow into the chest doesn't really work that well. But imagine it's not even a guy; it's just a tree that looks like his hair and a coming out of a chest. And they find the other chest and like, huh? Feels like this would have been important. Just leave. I, I can't help but feel like there's a purpose for Gaimon. There might be. I don't know. It's it's one of the hardest things to call back on, you know? Because as I was rereading, I was like, hmm. It's just, it's so out of nowhere. It just feels like it's just this random stop on what Oda has, like, this story planned and going. Yeah. I think I think the live action will be the confirmation if it's important or not. And if if it is important I don't think it'll be important as per for the current storyline. I think it might be important because I do think after this final arc there will be like the downtime of returning home. I think that's where it could be an important story element. Because I, Ga- I just can't Gaimon's see the story. been sitting on the One Piece the entire time. It's been in there. <laughs> there's there's a map in Laugh Tale that says, <laughs> "Dude, there's a guy who looks like a tree stuck in a tre- in a chest. He's the One Piece. Go find him." And the only one who knows who that is is freaking Luffy and just, Buggy because they just, met him. Yeah, it, it's just sitting there in the chest with him. He's unaware of it. Ah, oh, the big twist. Gaimon is actually just Roger's decapitated head living on in a treasure chest. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Anything's possible. It's one piece. We got that... sci-fi. Who knows what else is going to happen? Uh, this, is, this is what I said about Egghead. Like, he's just like, where do we go now? We've gotten all this. And then Oda's like, sci-fi! Look, <laughs> lightsaber! <laughs> sure, why not, Oda? Like, okay. <laughs> do you think, by the way... Do you think uh, Dr. Vegapunk is going to get off the island alive? I think one of the Vegapunks, maybe. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't I, think it's the original. I don't think it's Stella. I mean, I, I could definitely see Vegapunk joining the Straw Hats as well. They're scientists. I, I feel like they're... I, I see, like, again... Luffy's invited a tree. There is no need to have <laughs> any kind of role to join the Straw Hats. One of the things I, I've always disliked when fans try to do that. And it's like, well, what would the role be? And like, he invited a tree. The internet has made rules. <laughs> Vivi, a princess. <laughs> like, 
if Luffy wants you to join, you can join. But I I feel like like we're definitely gonna get another crew member. I'm on that. Cha- I I still think Yamato is gonna join at a later point. I feel like Yamato is already uh, kind of like Vivi. I feel like uh, Yamato is already counted as crew. Yeah, and I feel like uh, Otama is already counted as crew. They're, I definitely think they're going to go back to Wano. There's there's something about the story arc that just makes me think they are going back to Wano sooner than later. M- much like Roger, uh, Otama, uh, Luffy's going to pass on the hat. And it's going to be Otama's hat. I still think Otama's going to be Nami's like adoptive daughter kind of thing. They call back to Belmare. Two-piece. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just there's something about the the ending of Wano saying they will return just makes me think. Okay, if we're in the final saga, which will probably be another five to six years, knowing Oda, because he just keeps adding new stuff as he goes. What if Law goes back to Wano? Oh, that could be, and that's where like they, they find travel him. back to to Wano, and then Yamato uh, takes Law, and they set out to go help Luffy. Uh, I. Th- I, I actually have thought that it would make sense that she would be the one to uh, set out. Sorry, he would be the one. To there set you out. go. Pardon me. <laughs> I, could, I could see that. I could see Yamato, like, Law trying to go there. But how would they get up there? Because of the... Well, there's that secret elevator that was used by Kaido. So maybe he's standing... Yamato's standing tall, like, the protector of that gate. And then just Law shows up and like, oh we need to get you to Luffy and she just sets out. <laughs> <laughs> now I can see that. I, I could definitely see that. I, I think for me, Yamato is definitely a member. I think he's just going to join later. Yamato's I, a member. Otama is definitely a member. It's the yeah, because cabin the girl promise. position. I, I do think my other thought was I can kind of see Lilith of the Vegapunks punks joining them. Yeah, I, I could see that. I could also see like the actual Doctor Vegapunk too. I could see it, but it, it's just hard to think that after everything they're building up, that the that Stella would align. Because that's the thing is, if if Stella dies, do the other ones die too? Or because they have part of his brain, brain fruit that it lives on? It's a really hard thing to say how it'll work. I'm still confused on what we found out about Devil Fruits, which we seem to have glossed over as a fandom. Is it just like their people's desires? Uh, from another dimension? <laughs> <laughs> Someone desired to be a coat. I'm just going to so, always point that out. Someone <laughs> desired to be a jacket. Someone <laughs> desired to be tons. To be as heavy as tons. <laughs> what it was like to be worn by someone else. Mm, I want to be cozy and warm. <laughs> uh, there's still so many questions. <laughs> like Oda's Oda's been giving us answers and then it just like just leaves more questions when we get the answer. <laughs> it just gets more confusing. <laughs> 
I mean, it's 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 kind of the fun part of the whole thing is that it feels like an adventure that just never knows when to stop, and it just gets crazier, and crazier. It it on. really is. It's 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 why I tell people like it, it's a journey that I I want people to experience. It's why yeah. I don't shut up about it. I, I've had friends say like you pushed One Piece on me more than I've ever been offered drugs in my life. <laughs> Yes, because it is an amazing journey, and I want people to enjoy it. I want to be able to gush about it with people. It's it's such a fun time. And I've had uh, like six friends so far who finally gotten into One Piece, and every one of them is like, "Oh my god, this is great!" I'm like, "Yes, yes, it is." Do you see? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It works. <laughs> Like I had a phrase like I caught myself talking about One Piece at work today, and uh, like I couldn't shut up about it. I was like, yes, it does that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, God, man, it's so much. I I hope I think we we this week was a break. Next week there won't be a break. Um, was this week a break? Yeah, the jump didn't release this week. I thought it releases tomorrow. Let me check. Or. Because I thought when I looked at it, let me see here. Uh, jump, one piece. Oh, that's right. I have it. Uh, yeah, new chapter coming in one day. Huh. So 1082 comes out tomorrow. 1082. I must have missed that. Let me check. Did I read that? Oh, I've been out all week. I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> which see, is, which is... is weird that it's releasing tomorrow. I haven't seen any spoilers. Now that yeah, I think about me it. either. That's why I thought that there wasn't one this week. Yeah, now that because before I, I have to go through my timeline like very carefully now, um, especially since I've been following a lot of One Piece <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> as I'll see just like random panel, and I'm like, ah, damn it. <laughs> why why would label you your shit <laughs> uh, well, i guess we'll we'll have to see what comes out then <laughs> but yeah it says a uh, new chapter next or tomorrow and no spoilers what the hell it's weird huh. i su i swear it was already released oh well oh wait that's the uh I think the one we're talking about, the 1082, is the buggy one. Is it? Yeah, that's 1082. That's that's what it is. No, because I thought that was um, with the defeat of the law. Oh, no, you're right. So technically, that's the one. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. All right. I got, I think I had him excited. I don't know. I thought it was, that was last week. I, it's, you never know what week it is anymore. It's or it's already May. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> but yeah, oh. one, one piece is, uh, is starting to surge forward and we are on the cusp of it breaking through finally, I feel. Yes. I, I hope we get a trailer soon. I feel like this. Maybe I'm very, too optimistic, but the showcase now felt like the perfect setup to start promoting the show more and more. I hope we get a trailer. I hope we get a tease. I'm excited for the new chapters. 
let's see where it goes. It's, it's gonna get crazy. Gonna get crazy. When but I think that's probably a good place to end. True. It it is a good place to end. Thank you so much again for your time. I'm so glad we're kicking it off again. Let's get this regularly in. Let's try out other ways of, of recording. <laughs> yeah, other ways of recording. Uh so we don't do another time skip. Exactly. We're trying to focus on that. Um thank you everyone for listening. If you want to stay updated on anything, one piece pop culture whatever your heart desires be sure to check out murphysmultiverse.com and if you want to chat with us share your thoughts on live action reveals on the manga what's happening you can find suki on uh at suki okay on the twitter uh no more on the youtube because shoisha was like no more (laughs) (laughs) we we need to tell shoisha to get that back that's not nice (laughs) wasn't nice it's not very nice (laughs) one day suki we'll get it back um, and you can find me on Twitter at, at that T-H-A-T-A-B-E-R-L. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time. Later!